As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds of Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Another year, another blazing 40 from a Georgia Bulldog in Indianapolis. I'm talking about Stetson. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the originator of the Anthony Richardson is Dante Culpepper take. And with me, as always, is AJ. Canadians stole the show at the Combine, Marchese. Mm, city Sow, hey now, baby. Today, we're breaking down the 2023 NFL Scouting Combine. Let's do it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out. To Casey, maybe looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's gonna, gonna find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And, and that's, that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. None of the funk got out of Indianapolis this past week, mm-hmm. AJ. The Lucas Oil Stadium roof held it all in, baby. Jim Irsay said, keep that baby closed. Mm-hmm. Close it, baby, close it. Oh, Irsay was loving the show on the field, Rob. <laughs> Do you think Irsay uh, decided which quarterback the Colts will take based on how they looked at there. Like oh, yeah. Not looked in terms of football, but just how they look. Oh, yeah, how they carry themselves around the, the city of Indian- Indianapolis. I think I think Jimmy had eyes everywhere on, on these lads. I was, was going to say, he seems like the type he'd have, he have his oh, little, yeah. like... Plants. His little, Spies. Yeah, his, his, his mice, if yeah. you will. Oh, that's exactly what he calls them, so I will. <laughs> it's his musketeers. So my, my, my question to you, mm-hmm. as we get into our... 2023 NFL Scouting Combine Breakdown. Who was the overall winner? We'll start with offense because whoever this player is is who Jim Irsay will select. Okay, so I, I gotta, I gotta. That's a lead in for me to say Anthony Richardson, isn't it? It is. That's the correct answer, I think. Um, I mean, man, wrong. Jim thought Will Levis was <laughs> the winner. Well, how you know? I think I think you could throw C.J. Stroud in as one of the top winners too, but and Stetson Bennett and, and St- actually I think I put him for quietly strong. So 
he may or may, may or may not have looked better than Will Levis. Uh he he threw the same speed. That's something to be said. Yeah, I mean Anthony Richardson uh, is out there and put on a freak show show at six four two forty four, um, looking like two twenty two. Like just that 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 muscle is just. He is the most athletic quarterback in NFL Combine history. Mm-hmm. He. I couldn't believe he weighed 244 because he looks like he could pack on 20 more pounds. Maybe you should, yeah. Um, he ran 4.43. Yep. The fastest 40-yard dash for a quarterback over 230 pounds in combine history. He verted 40 and a half. That's a quarterback record. He broaded 10 foot nine. Another quarterback record. Freaks. He is, he is a pl- uh, the type of player we've never seen before in terms of size athleticism and, and i know people cam newton he's more athletic than cam newton he is um he's a different player than cam newton uh i think again i we've talked about dante culpepper leading up to leading up to the combine i i think that is the most apt comparison um i think there there are people out there who are like well you you should have expected anthony richardson to test really well based on the tape 100 percent, 100 percent. i'm with you but i think there's something to be said that he tested as the most athletic quarterback yeah. in nfl combine history that's different than him testing well <laughs> excellently yeah. he he shattered records yeah um and is me uh, uh as much as you'll hear people say um Oh, he's a gamble. Like, it's a big swing. He's he's all upside. The ceiling's so high. I think this, this these these numbers suggest that the floor is higher than we may, may previously thought. I think seeing what Justin Fields did this year, despite the Bears having nothing really around him yeah. in the passing game, and he was still able to generate offense um, because of what he can do as a freak show athlete. I think that's what. Anthony Richardson kind of brings to the table is his floor is a lot higher than he's given credit for. I think his floor is higher than Will Levis. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I mean, I, I and we, I mean, I thought I thought that based on the tape going into the week, yeah. and then he comes out and does this. Yeah, but and like, like obvi- Rob, since September, we we kept saying what what are people seeing in Will Levis that they aren't seeing in Anthony Richardson, and it, it feels like it's finally shifted, though, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, it took a bit, but like. Even if you, you read, I, I think there's a couple different quotes from a couple different um, writers. I think uh, Bruce Feldman, Mike Sando, and Dane Brugler all had quotes from different uh, front office members kind of suggesting Will, Will Levis isn't some consensus mm-hmm. top 10 pick, whereas it seems like Anthony Richardson is. And I, I think he should have been before the week. Um I think he would have been the first quarterback selected in last year's draft. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, wait a second. No, wait a second. Can he pick it? He absolutely um, would have been the first quarterback selected in last year's draft. Yeah. And I, I think based on the tape, like yes, he didn't. In comparing him to Cam Newton's very different because Cam, what Cam Newton did with a bad Auburn offense, how he dragged and them to the won the national championship. Yeah. Um, and I think. Anthony Richardson had a bad Florida offense around him. It was Billy Napier's first year. Mm-hmm. Richardson's only started 13 games. The numbers weren't great, but I think it it, it was kind of and, and, and I get that. Oh, people are only posting the the big highlights, like some of the plays against Utah, the huge run against LSU. But I, I think if you watch him, 
like even in the games where the box score is not great, mm-hmm. uh, I'll um I'll point to the Missouri game where the box score is really not that good. He made a couple different plays in that game where he was doing the absolute most he could uh, when things weren't going terrifically. Uh, he navigates the muddy pocket really well. He extends plays and remains a passer really well while still offering that ability to tuck the ball and be this insane athlete in the open field. Um, I think he is better than his stats last year suggested in terms of his ability as a passer. Um, like, yes, his footwork gets wonky and it impacts his accuracy and he'll miss high, he'll miss wide. But I, I very much can't, like, he should be a top 10 pick. And I don't think it's as big as a swing as some people do. Yeah. I mean, a lot of those same people probably weren't saying this about Josh Allen, right? Like, the the talent is there. He's extremely gifted both. And it's not like he's just a hell of an athlete. He's got a hell of an arm too, right? Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you put his odds at of being the first overall pick now, though? It's hard because obviously we don't know who the Bears are going to trade that pick to. Because mm-hmm. I think it, it does kind of – that that's the fun thing about this quarterback class. I don't think Will Levis is in contention as a quarterback one for anyone. But I think you can argue – there's arguments for each of Bryce Young, yeah. C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson to be yeah. that first quarterback. And I think different teams will have different guys that are like – I think – I, I I think Indianapolis, uh, their top quarterback could be Anthony Richardson, whereas I think Houston's is it's going to be Bryce Young. Um, I, I okay, you know what? The Raiders might have Will Levis as QB one. <laughs> I think the Panth the Panthers would have C.J. Stroud. Like you know, so it's just going to depend who yeah. makes the move up there. But it seems increasingly likely that we could have four quarterbacks go in the top seven picks. Yeah, I think so. I, I think we're going to. It, it, it could be four quarterbacks in the top five picks. Um, not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. So, but it didn't, without a doubt, I think big big part of the reason Anthony Richardson's a big winner is the people who aren't spending the whole year studying up on these guys like we are, like the the other draft Nick people are, uh, have now arrived at this. Oh, this is what Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. can bring to the table. So I think, at least in terms of the the conversation he's a big winner even though absolutely if you watch the tape you you may have expected him to test well but i don't think anyone expected him to shatter records no and and quickly i mean we had the best uh combine performance in terms of testing from like in quarterback history with anthony richardson i think we got maybe the best on-field workout from a quarterback at the combine in history and and cj strauss performance i I don't know. Did he miss two throws throwing to a bunch of new receivers, man? Like, he just looks so damn, first of all, accurate. And I think that's what we see first and foremost on tape as well. But just so smooth and, and mm-hmm. again, consistent. consistent. Yeah, and a lot of these other quarterbacks, um, like, you know, Richardson showed off the arm and, you know, looked good and was a big old. And, like, Levis, maybe, I don't know, was whatever. <laughs> but Stroud was just so, so clean and yeah, I think I think there was like two throws that that he missed, and they went off the receiver's hands. By missed, I mean hit the turf. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I um, I th- I think it was perfect because it, the combine, uh, while CJ Shroud didn't test, yeah, it it provided the perfect opportunity to show this is what Anthony Richardson offers. He's the most athletic quarterback we've ever seen, but look how gifted CJ Stroud is in terms of his mechanics, his footwork, his his um his timing mm-hmm. with receivers he's never thrown to mm-hmm. with his ball placement. Like he is just absurdly accurate. And it, it feels like we were at a point 
prior to the Georgia game where people are like, oh, is CJ Stroud even worth a top 10 pick? And now it's like gone the other way where I think some people love CJ Stroud as quarterback one. And I think that's fully justified. Uh, we'll be doing our quarterback show in a couple days now. And I'm uh, right now, I'm not sure. I got to do a little bit more digging. Yeah. I'm not sure how I'm going to end up stacking these guys. Um, we'll, especially, have, we'll have his fourth or fifth. <laughs> especially when. Bryce Young came in at 510 and, and at what an eighth at 204 yeah. but he didn't do anything I think by when his at his pro day when he does stuff he's not going to weigh in because I think his playing weight's probably like 195 like you're still taking like as much as I love Bryce Young he's an outlier it's a lot more risky to take mm-hmm. Bryce Young than it is to take CJ Stroud Stroud I think has the highest floor Richardson has the highest ceiling Bryce Young is kind of has I, I think it's the most gifted in terms of feel yeah, but he's at the same time he's still so small. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's w- such an interesting class. I, not to jump the gun here, but just to stick on the quarterback topic. Now this this might be answered shortly by you, but I, I saw a lot of takes flying around that Bryce Young is a quote unquote loser of this combine uh, for not going out and throwing with these guys. I think that's just a very like I I understand what people are saying. I we've. I think this was just a rare combine where the top quarterbacks were throwing. <laughs> yeah. We've seen most of the time they don't. Um, I I was surprised that Strab Richardson and Levis all did. Absolutely, yeah. I th- I thought maybe one of the four would. Bryce being the only one to opt. I like. I don't think that matters. It's just a lot like, of people like being like. I think it's a media talking point. Right? I like agree with you. I think it's a nothing. I totally agree. It's just a lot of people. Oh, he should have went out there and competed. This makes him look. I don't. I don't agree. Yeah, EJ Manuel said that. Okay, EJ. <laughs> I saw a lot of other people too, but yeah, exactly. Um, you know what? One thing I will say though, Bryce Young might have been a little bit afraid to go stand uh, like side by side with Carson Strong and Kurt Bankert. That's on the floor. I'll I'll I'll, I'll listen to that conversation. The the, the only uh, like actual I think talking point that should come out of Bryce Young not throwing is again just the weight thing. I think. He weighed in at the combine to prove he's over 200, didn't do anything. And then at the pro day, he won't do the measurements, but he will do the things. And I think the the only logical talking point to come out of it is that, like, that's 204 zone is playing with. Yeah, exactly. Which is a big deal. But, it is a big deal. But, but. That's a big deal, but I'm not like, oh, this kid doesn't want to compete. It's Man, this stupid. guy won the husband. This guy, this guy <laughs> had to will Alabama. Alabama through games this year because they had nothing at yeah. pass catchers. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, that's a lot of quarterback talk. Yeah, sorry. But yes, Anthony Richardson definitely the uh, overall winner of offense. Defensively, I think it's a little bit more of a conversation. I'm interested to see who you've put. I, I definitely think it is. I, I think that you could put a lot of different names, and it feels like some guys, like if you like just following along on Twitter, some guys deserve you know got their due, and some guys didn't. Overall, though, just just in terms of pure freakiness, I, I do have to give it to Addy Adebayo. Okay, I, I it's a tough. I think there's a many different directions to go, but like that was just some freaky shit that I, I felt like almost got underappreciated. I know we're talking during during the combine, almost got underappreciated because he tested with the edges instead of with the yeah, defensive tackles. Yeah, I mean, and you know when you have a man that that's what six one and a half, two eighty two. Um, so yeah, he's got that tweener body, but then he ran a four four nine. 
He ran a four four nine, and it was t- the, the 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 sad part was Nolan Smith ran a four three nine at uh, at two thirty eight. Yeah, and that was the talk of it. But I, and like, I think you can you could put Nolan Smith here too. That was amazing what he did. Yeah, as well. oh, for sure. <laughs> but but had Ad, run and worked out with the defensive tackles where Kalaja Kansi, who's measuring as the smallest defensive tackle in combine history, essentially, and then ran a four six seven. Um, like that, that was, was like the talk of the town, and what Adebayo did was way more impressive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Adebayo tested, out tested, can't see, and he's slightly bigger than him. So, yeah, uh, Adebayo, 99th percentile in 40 yard dash, vertical jump, broad jump, 98th percentile in 10 yard split. Um, also important is that just when comparing him and Canty, not not on tape, just mm-hmm. by the numbers, um, because again, Canty got so much hype. For running a four six seven, uh, Adamore, while he is small, he is bigger than Kansi. He's also much longer. He has nearly thirty four inch arms. Yeah, yeah. I and, think he's and, and, much lo- longer, and he's a stronger player. Yeah, and and Kansi has has arms nearly as small as Roger McCreary. Kansi's mm-hmm. <laughs> in the one percentile of arm length for defensive yeah. tackle. And like I get that it. Matters. Like you know, the the tape is there. Like you know, Canty, uh, you know, was was very disruptive. But also, was he facing that many good offensive lines? I don't know. When Adebore was doing against Ohio State, had a was the best player on the field in that game. I'll say it. But anyways, against two great tackles, you know, two well, tackles are going to go very older high. Older than Evan Hall. At well, sorry, Hall was actually he um, was good in that game. But yeah, I just uh, that performance. Yeah, I, like I, I just think he got not he didn't get enough. Yeah, overshadow is a good word. He should have. And he has done, I, I think, more with the post and or post college football season yeah. opportunities than anyone. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he was one of the biggest winners at the Senior Bowl, where he spent the whole week playing inside at three tech, just yeah. dominating guys. Yeah. Now, I still do think he's a project. Um, yeah. Just because of that that tweener size and where you can get the most out of him, his tape's not the most consistent. But um, with those traits. And just kind of seeing him dominate in these huge opportunities, mm-hmm. um, I, like I, I, he's not getting into the second round, is he? Oh, he can't. He can't. If, if, well, especially if Kalaja can't go in first round. Exactly. Exactly. Which I, I just, that's a conversation for another day. I'm not ready to get into fancy <laughs> yet, but um, he, hey, he 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 did a great job for himself. Oh no, hundred uh, percent. But I feel like him running a four six seven totally is is been the only thing anyone's talking about. Despite the fact he is, we've never seen a defensive tackle really that small. Yeah, I I, I don't know why the like, the arm length hasn't been discussed more. But right, like uh, uh, he's he's about basically six one two eighty one. So we've seen defensive tackles close to that size, but it's the arm length and the hand size that are yeah. so his. He has small hands. In, in, in short arms. Like, yeah. that's important. Um, anyway, I, I'll, I'll go a different direction uh, with my overall defensive winner. But I, I think a guy who also didn't get quite as much hype as you would have expected um, from a potential first-round cornerback who uh, had, I think, the highest RAS relative athletic score among defensive players at the entire combine and that's maryland corner deontay banks yeah i it's kind of weird how little love he got because he, he he tested absolutely freaky yeah he he was right on par with christian gonzalez yep. who we all knew would test insane uh but yeah banks runs a 435 verts 42 broads 11 4 he's six feet 197 
uh, he, he shade under thirty one and a half inch arms. Mm-hmm. Um, but his tape on on tape, he's this physical press corner, and then to check the box of this is how athletic he is. And yeah. you, you see it on tape with his ability to kind of carry vertical routes. Um, he plays very loose. He's got very loose kind of springy athleticism. Um, to, like he, I thought, I thought this a guy who's I think a, a very very much a top forty five lock mm-hmm. sealed himself in the yeah. first round with this type of yeah. No, absolutely. Especially in a crowded corner class, kind of especially like after those um, those top three of of Witherspoon, Gonzalez, and, and Porter, like Deontay Banks really had himself the perfect week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Witherspoon didn't test, and he, he came in as as small as uh, listed for the most part. And Gonzalez lived up to expectations, like you just mentioned. I, I totally agree. I think it locked him in as as a first round pick, and hell, he might not be corner four. I'll say that. I think with those with those measurements, uh, with those measurables, there's a chance he's he's corner three. You know, at a position that like you know, athleticism is so highly valued. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I was just kind of surprised there wasn't more buzz about his. his it's day. weird. It, it definitely is weird. It was like we had a lot of you know historical performances at the combine. Um, it almost felt like so, there were so many good numbers that it brought the rest down. But it almost felt like lacking of the true wow moments, which is weird. Like, just, like, watching it as a true viewer experience. You know what I mean? And then when you sit down, it's like, why didn't Banks get the love that he deserved? Because those numbers are insane. It just feels like he was almost just, like, an under... I don't want to say underrated, but just, like, more of an under-the-radar prospect in terms of, like, the national media coming into the week. So, it just never picked it up. Yeah, like, he, he wasn't really talked about very much by the broadcast, despite what he did. Like, I saw Cody Mock dancing from Napoleon Dynamite in grade six four times. Which was great. <laughs> but, like, I could, like, let me know a little bit of a Deontay Banks, you know what I mean? You met Paris Johnson's mom. Yeah, yeah. She was very proud of Paris. I had a great relationship there. Um, by the way, quickly, Paris Johnson arm, like, that was a, that was really yeah. great, too. Um, <laughs> keep it moving? Yeah, let's go. Uh, biggest disappointment? Um... In terms of like just like removing the the sliders and stuff, I feel like there wasn't like too many huge disappointments. I feel like the guys that were going to test well tested pretty well, um, unless I'm just blanking on someone. But how about this? As a as a certified hater, Luke Musgrave being just good to very good instead of like historical numbers is kind of uh, like I, I I'm I'm going to push back on that. He had the like fourth highest RAS of yeah he tested any offensive he, line he, he, he off, uh, offensive prospects. Yeah, well, Rass is overrated. I'll say that. Um, he, he he tested. Uh, I, I he's. Uh, I'm gonna really strongly push back. He was in like, like I get that he maybe maybe didn't run as fast as 40 as some people thought. 88 um, percent. He still off. put up. Oh, yeah, he, he still did. put up numbers. He did. Yeah, it just felt like I don't know that that 40 was supposed to be so hyped, and then a 461 when like Luke Schoomaker's running very similarly, who did great. I'm just saying it was like watching it as a viewer. Like I said, there wasn't anyone that was really I thought like super. Like there, there's guys I mentioned later in different categories. That's why. But I, I think that I thought that forty was just like underwhelmed. Like it's very, I very good, just not as part, much as it's supposed to be. Yeah, go ahead. Part of the problem for you is that this tight end class. Great. Yeah. Exactly. Was so good. Everyone it was. was so, like, it was. If if uh, if just just sticking with RAS, I think there was thirteen tight ends that had an eight or higher RAS. Only one guy tested uh, who like. Um, 
qualified, tested as a below average tight end. Sorry, Braden Willis. And everyone else was like excellent, a great to excellent to historic. We'll get to that guy. Um, and, and, and so I feel like it it takes away like had those guys not tested as well as they did and Musgrave did this, I think you'd be more impressed. But oh, absolutely. Yeah. As a whole. And I think and it was the, the hype. Thing, That's what yeah, it was for me. I, I mean, I, I bet part of it for you too is you don't think the the tape in general matches where it's yeah, exactly. been talked about. Yeah. Uh, I think very fair. Um, and and if his big thing was, well, he's more athletic than everyone, then yes. Yeah. Because maybe that's not the case. Uh, I'll say this. Where the tight ends were amazing, as a whole, I thought the wide receiver group was disappointing. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean. They, especially, like, just no one ran as fast as I thought they mm-hmm. would. And I don't think you can even be like, well, was it a slow track in Indy? No, because the corners were in really fast. Yeah. And, like, um, the guys who, like, ran fast, like, needed, like, you know what I mean? Like, Trey Palmer, that 43, that's an awesome number, and he, he needed that. Like, Darius Davis, we knew he was fast. Bryce Fur Whedon, one of the big drivers. Mims, huge. Like, everyone who did it was great. But then, like, you know, like. Well, even, even like, to kind of go with your Musgrave point. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hyatt, who who jumped out of the freaking gym. Yeah. But people are talking about him running in the four twos. He yeah. comes out one seventy six and runs four four flat. Still a great time, no doubt. And I don't think that's going to impact his stock. Absolutely. I think his weight will impact his stock more than that. But I I, I just mean like I don't I think there was more hype like Tyler Scott too for example he ran four 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 great but that's not as fast as people thought he was going to run. Um, I mean Jordan Addison didn't run it as fast as yeah. people were expecting. Uh, and, and, and you're right. Kind of the fastest guys were are more fringy draft pick mm-hmm. guys too, right? which is which makes it fun. But yeah, like I I totally I don't disagree with you at all. Um, but I I I I'll land on, I landed on one receiver to kind of as the biggest of disappointments, and I th- I think it's got to be Keyshawn Booty. I put like, him for my he, biggest he, slider. Yeah, like and, and it's funny because his forty was like actually okay, like yeah. a four or five flat. Yeah, I'm not too worried about, but it was. The explosive numbers were so bad. Mm-hmm. His vert's like my vert. He vert's 29. It's... And, I, it, it, and he also didn't come in. Like, he came in at 5'11", 195. So it's not like he came in at, like, six foot two fifteen and didn't have a great... Like, he's also not the biggest guy. Um, he, he is in the two percentile for... for yeah. His his broad was 9'10", which isn't great, 30th percentile. Um and his whole thing is he's supposed to be this explosive after the catch guy, and he doesn't test explosively. His short shuttles, are, yeah, his short shuttles not very good either. Um, plus, when you factor in kind of everything else with him, yeah, like he was, he needed a big week, I think, to be a top one hundred pick. And now I, I like I don't even I don't know. Yeah, I I, I put him for my biggest slider. I mean, like that that four or five flat, like you said, that would have been fine. Like. He probably looks slightly faster than that on tape. I've never been a booty fan to, to throw it out there, but like, then you get the, <laughs> the twenty nine inch vert. Like that is that's just bad news. Like, um, like his highest percentile like trait is his hand size, fifty ninth percentile. Like just to put that into into consideration. Yeah, and I will say like I'm not not pushing back. I totally agree. I think he's the biggest loser from this from this combine. Um, but I I will say like uh, in terms of like. If rack is your biggest trait, um, usually it translates pretty well. And usually you don't need to throw up those elite numbers to have it translate. It helps, absolutely. But 
again, I'm not a big booty fan. I don't know where he's going to end with this. I'm just want to throw that point out there. Um, I'll also say, uh, Tank Dell coming in as small yeah. as he came in. Yeah. And like four four nine's fine. But, His yeah. ten yard split was really fast. He ran a one four nine there. Um, but I I just he's being that small and not being quite as explosive as maybe you would have hoped. Yeah. I think hurts. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. It, like the. It, it's similar yeah it's just like the big the big time prospects like didn't shine like i don't know like, like Zay flowers 442 is very very good but then like when you watched it, it just didn't feel like i don't know like the most exciting this i feel like it's more from a like just a viewer standpoint but yeah like a lot of those dude, like a lot of like the fringy dudes and the dude too like like did you ever expect a 446 from jonathan mango no, he's one of the like. I think he, yeah. he's a guy who really. I'll, I'll talk about him in a sec. Yeah, exactly. Like, a, like a lot of these, like low, like he you already know. sent me back to the tape. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. Jalen Marino Cropper, like four four flat. That's great. Charlie Jones four four three getting cheered on from the Purdue fans. Like you know, a lot of like Matt Landers four three. Like a lot of these guys that like we didn't expect it from. I totally agree. But like the big, the big time guys in terms of just pure testing, I, I agree with you here. Um, moving to defense now, I thought there was a couple more options for defense. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I think just to get this out of the way, uh, the first one has to be Jalen Carter because of the whole situation, just that dropping as he was supposed to speak at the combine, uh, his stock, I, I still don't see him falling out of the top 10, but a lot of people are saying he will. So, um, I, I don't, I don't see the Eagles passing on them unless yeah, I, I, it, it depends how this, this story Keeps unfolding, of course, I think, but I think overall, like the it, we don't know what's what necessarily right now. A- absolutely, the whole thing is so sad. Absolutely, um, uh, it sucks to have to talk about it in a football context. Yeah, it does. Because um, two people are dead, and uh, I think the 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 one thing is there is time, and so we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I I don't think he'll follow the top ten. I think that's. With like, I mean, just look what the NFL gave uh, the nasty man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. And this is not that. This this is just kind of a horrific, sad story. It's a tragic accident. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm uh, I'm gonna go with uh, for my biggest disappointment, a guy who I didn't I didn't think would test all that well. Um, but I didn't think he he would maybe test as poorly as he did. Uh, a guy whose tape I love. But the thing working against Christopher Smith is he is small, right? He is a small safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, 5'11", 192. And then he tested poorly. Mm-hmm. He ran a, a 4'6'2". He verted just 33 inches. His broad was 9'8". Like he's... I didn't think he'd run fast. Yeah. But I thought his jumps would be better. Yeah, um, I agreed. I, and I also thought he'd be more like... Uh, I, I thought he'd be four, sub 4'6". Four, um his 10-yard split isn't bad, uh, but, yeah, it's just at that size, and I still love him, I just don't know that uh, a team's going to take him in the top 100, especially when there's so many safety options in this class. I agree, um, yeah. I, I, it sucked for me personally because he's one of my favorite players. Uh, me too, and it's still a guy that like I'm still going to yeah, trust the tape on more. more. Not, yeah. Yeah, but I agree with I'll, you. I'm okay to be wrong. On this one. Yeah, I don't disagree. Like, he, but I'm with you though that that I think he's gonna. It probably is gonna knock him out of the top 100. Um, I think in general, a lot of like the biggest 
disappointments and losers and sliders on the defense of the ball were in that safety group. Um, and I'm going to go with another safety here as, as my real like top pick other than, you know, the Jalen Carter situation and in Jair Brown, yeah. who really, I, I thought he was going to like, you know, the hype he was hype building that he would test. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that that program's got a history of really great testers. Um, and then it just didn't, didn't come out and he tested like very poorly. Like, um, like coming at 511, 203, that's cool. But then, you know, 32 and a half inch vert, uh, the 911 broad, like those are really poor numbers. And then ran a 465. Like that's, like, yeah, he, the he split had, was pretty th- good. But other than that, nothing, nothing good. He had the third slowest 40 among safeties, only faster than the two Florida safeties. <laughs> yeah, that was just, a, just really for a guy that I thought was going to come in, test good. Good, good to really good. <laughs> and like, just like the hype, just, you know, take off again. It just, that was really disappointing. Another guy who I didn't think would run like a blazing 40, but I certainly thought it'd be sub four, six, but I thought he was going to jump out of the gym. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree. I'll, uh, I'll throw one more out before, yeah. before this isn't a testing, but Tuli Tui Pelotu coming in as light as he did. That's like, and what? it's tough. Cause then he didn't test. And then he didn't That's... test. Exactly. <laughs> So like what where where are we on him like that he just left so many question marks open for himself yeah because I I was hoping he'd come in around two ninety oh yeah be me. that sl- kind of slendery three tech yeah. piece and now it's like oh no he's gonna try and be a true edge and his 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 arms aren't aren't super long no like he's a, he's a stout edge um I don't know. It's, it's yeah, like his his arm length in the ninth percentile for that. Yeah, it's just turned into like, what do we do with this guy? It just yeah, and like if he test if he came in light and then tested well, it's like okay, you know, like or tested good enough, it's like okay, he's he's an edge. But yeah, I really hoped it. It would have made. I mean, like I don't know the guy's training regimen, but I was hoping for that two ninety range, like you said, and test pretty good for that size. And like okay, questions answered. He's interior on the, the next level, but yeah, weird. Um, keeping it going. Uh, actually, I just want to say I thought Siaka Siaka Aika Siaki Aika, sorry, was a, a bit of a disappointment too. Um, but keeping it rolling, going to biggest risers. Um, I think there's t- two pass catchers stood out most to me. The only other perfect ten rass we had, other yeah, than Anthony Richardson, baby. belongs to Old Dominion Zach Coons, who we I believe brought up. On our combine preview, thinking he wasn't tested. Yeah. And then he comes out and he says, no, no, no. I know I got hurt, but I'm ready to roll. Comes in at 6'7", 255 with 34-inch arms. And then goes and freaking blows this thing up. 45540, 40-inch for a 10'8 broad. Most impressive of all, I thought, was the 6873 cone and 4'12 short shuttle. Freak. And, <laughs> and I think he was second among tight ends in bench reps. Or first, I can't even remember. Yeah, like, he, he knocked out twenty three reps, baby. He he ta- technically, if if we're gonna be sticklers, Anthony Richardson didn't do the short shuttle or the three count. So Zach Kuntz is the t- true ten o ras king. <laughs> he he. By the way, to, to to tell you, he tied for first with Brenton Strange and Tucker Craft, twenty three reps. Uh, of course. Which uh, yeah, I mean, look, yeah, we 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 were led astray thinking he wasn't fully healthy and wasn't gonna test. And then bam, it came out, and um, I almost feel sorry that he's in this—he's in this tight end class, 
Because in many he, many years, he's like, okay, he's ten and one after like last year. This one, I give him ten and one. Yeah. La, last year, Jelani Woods' performance yeah. kind of skyrocketed him to to being tight end one for some of us. Zach Koontz would like firmly be in the t- top three tight end conversation in last year's yeah. class. Yeah. Because you, you you throw on the tape and, and although he was banged up this year, throw on the Virginia game from twenty twenty two this year. Um, and they just can't deal with his size or his athleticism. He's 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 more of that that um, f tight end. Like he's moving around, he's playing mm-hmm. axe, he's, he's h back, he's a slot. But like the wiggle, the catch radius, he's I th- I think going to be a top ten, ten top ten tight end in this class. Which in this class could mean top one hundred pick. Yeah, it could. I mean, I tend to think that like just the 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 depth of this group is going to push everyone down the board. But I definitely think he can go top 100. Uh, I, you know what I think is going to happen? I think the depth of the position will push guys out of the first round who may have been first round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then but, a big run in the on day two. Yeah, especially because the receiver class is just so. Yeah. Like, there's, like for example, my other biggest riser is Jonathan Mingo, the old Miss receiver. Yeah. And like, a guy who could go top 100 now as well. He blows up. You throw on the tape. He's so explosive on tape, both after the catch. 6'2", 220. Had a great season. Jumps out the gym. You could see it on tape. Like, he can win vertically for a 220-pound receiver, and he does so much after the catch. He's like mini A.J. Brown. Um, And, like, he's just kind of raw as a route runner Um, because they didn't ask him to really run much of a route tree. But uh, he is hella fun, and... Again, this receiver class, uh, I'll throw hundred potentially. Yeah, I, I mean, he's a, he's a very good football player. I'll throw one more out there for you, um, Bryce Ford Whedon, baby. It was also extremely fun. It's also another big body, six four two twenty one coming in in Indy. Ran that four three eight at that size, which is super exp- impressive. And then what? Jumped forty one inches and brought a ten uh, ten eight or ten nine. Like that, and then I had a really good shuttle. The, the three cone, not 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 great, not bad for a man his size, under seven. Take it, um, yeah. And then, so like him, like that's those are two guys that like just really help themselves. Ford Wheaton, interesting too, because another guy who does a lot of this after the catch. Yeah, um, really good contested catch guy too. Yeah. Uh, my big question with him was his ability to separate. And he, he does this. It kind of reminds me of when Chase Claypool was coming out of Notre Dame. Mm. Like, I don't think he's that level, but it, it, it feels similar. But he could also be Miles Boykin. So. <laughs> Nothing wrong with either of them, baby. Good old... Uh, name forever. Exactly. <laughs> um, going to defense. I think... It, about, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I just want to say, how about our boy Daniel Scott? Yeah, I mean, I, I you could have put him lots of lots of spots, but absolutely. He uh, the Cal safety who is so fun on tape because he just wrecks yeah. stuff. Like he just is a kind of a hammerhead uh, playing in the box. I didn't, and he had a good senior, a quietly good senior he did. week. Yeah, where he's just very physical and he looked competent in coverage, which was kind of the big question there. Um, but then he he goes out. Uh, and he puts on a sh- like his three cone being six seven five. I was yeah. not expecting that. I was not expecting a thirty nine and a half inch vert. Like the four four five is great, but I think it's the other numbers that are so exciting. Mm-hmm. And he's this just super athletic day three box safety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I Dallas got to help a player, and yeah, I mean, 
I, I mean, like with all the other safeties, kind of like like I said, a lot or a lot of other safeties being underwhelming. Like that's just that's making themselves some big money. Which again, I didn't expect numbers this great. And like you know, it's kind of funny though. Like he ran four four five, but then the split wasn't that good. If like if you told me like he'd he'd not run that great, but then have a great split, like that's kind of more what you see on tape too. Um, but no, he, he he smashed it. I mean, this the second fastest time for all safeties, uh, just after Brandon Hill, uh, who also came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, that one's great. I'm I'm gonna stick at DB. How about how about Julius Brantz, baby? Who 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 came in and uh, I mean, hey, people were saying he could be the Tariq Woolen of uh, of this class and. It wasn't. It wasn't that far off. Maybe like, of course, he didn't run more <laughs> in the four twos. But a four five three is a hell of a good time for a man his size, at uh, almost six four, two hundred pounds. And then the jumps were awesome. The forty one and a half invert, eleven six broad. Then the three cone was elite. Like he just kept putting crazy numbers after crazy numbers up. And yeah, I mean, like again, this class is really good for right corner. But <laughs> you just you just want to see a big guy. Like it just. Like the, the 99th percentile wingspan, 34 inch arms, like just, just nailed everything. Uh, another guy too who had a great senior bowl. Week. Yeah, he did. He was like very much uh, taking uh, advantage of the opportunities given. Is helping himself. A guy who I think three months ago wasn't gonna wasn't necessarily viewed as a top 100 pick. Now everyone everyone sees him as that, right? Yeah, exactly. It was it was that TCU game, baby. The the championship game. That game was insane. <laughs> it was insane. Um Do you want to keep it rolling or you got someone else? I'll throw no uh, let's move it on. We'll we'll, we'll mention okay. someone else later, I'm sure. Going to biggest slider. Yeah, I I, I, I mentioned uh, mine. The top guy's gotta be Keishon Booty. Yeah, and kind of going back to your point with that is with it when when you were talking about disappointments, it's it's kind of hard to pinpoint anyone as a massive slider. Mm-hmm. I th- but I I think I I feel kind of fairly comfortable despite him jumping well. Uh, going with Will Levis, who verted thirty four and brought a ten four. That's great. Uh, came in at six four two twenty nine. But. Starting the day, he was in the first quarterback group that did not include C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, and and surprisingly, you and I talked about this too. Daniel Jeremiah was more critical of him than I was expecting him to be because he yeah. just kind of pumps those guys up. Yeah. Um, and and I think he was justified in saying it because he he didn't look that great. Like the ball was definitely coming. Like the ball jumps out of his hands, no doubt. But he he was and, and DJ pointed this out. He was throwing across his body a lot, mm-hmm. and and he just like mechanically looked kind of inconsistent. And I very much think Stetson Bennett, and I know it's in gym shorts and shit, but this is where Will Levis is supposed to look good. I thought Stetson Bennett threw the ball better than him. I thought Stetson Bennett <laughs> surprisingly look, like had a better day throwing the football and, and moving around than than Will Levis did. I, and then it's yeah. the fact that. Anthony Richardson then came out and had this historic performance athletically, and C.J. Stroud, uh, I think, also had a historic performance just throwing the football at the combine. Uh, like it was the most accurate combine throwing session we've seen, and I think that that causes Will Levis to be that slider. And again, when you're seeing a little bit more pushback about the idea of him being a top ten pick. Yeah, no, I mean, also like the the deep ball drills where like again he was in the first group, but in that second group, Stroud was laying him out there, gorgeous. Anthony Richardson looked like he just like just smoking homers, you know, that ball was just hanging up in the air. It was it was beautiful, 
And Levis was like short arming them. And like th- like this is your chance to just go out and like if you're gonna throw out the combine, just just overthrow dudes. And he just felt like he was holding it back there. That 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 I felt like was the big like moment where like okay he didn't look good and he didn't look great in the in the drills um or you know in the whatever the short throws but just go out there and, and try to hit the other end zone you know <laughs> like and he, he didn't really take advantage of that op- uh, opportunity no i don't i don't disagree and again it's it's very hard for me to imagine why someone would take um levis over anthony richardson and i don't think that's gonna happen like i do think ultimately will levis ends up that top 10 pick but i i again we're seeing more pushback than we've seen for the big white athletic quarterback in the past. I know, and I'm, I'm I know, I, yeah, I didn't want to say, it, but I'm kind of enjoying it. It's yeah, it's nice like, for I a change. His tape is not that great. Like I, I hate propping that these guys get propped up every year. So it's nice to see it not happen. I guess it also feels weird. Like even even going top ten is him getting propped up though. Like it feels weird in a pretty, oh yeah big time in like in a class like, where we have good quarterbacks. Like yeah, he is. Like I, I will not have a first round grade on it. No, and again, there are lots of uh, QB needy teams. So, um, I'm gonna throw one that does not make me happy here um, after Kayshawn Booty. How about Kenny McIntosh? I know he really only ran the forty, but that forty was pretty uh, detrimental he's, to his stock. Well, I, th- I think the thing with him is he's not an explosive athlete on tape. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's very much a talented pass catching back. He's he's smoother than he is explosive yeah he's he's not a guy who does a lot of creating in the run game i think his value totally comes as that satellite back um he uh he, but yeah i mean like a four six two is not ideal his, his 10 yards good though one it by is four. yeah it is and, and i think that's more important um I, I just think when you have like lots of good catch uh ba- pass catching backs and a lot of good backs that, uh, a lot of a really really good class yeah. It's just a tougher sell for a guy who, like, like runs a 462. That is, I guess it, it just kind of depends what you thought of him coming into the like. I, yeah. I, I think he's like a JD McKissick type, like, hmm. like I a like, fifth, sixth round talent. Yeah. But, like, his stock was so much higher two months ago, though. Who, I didn't think he had a great showing at the senior I think boy that either. just had to do with him being a Georgia running back, honestly. Maybe. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, I just feel like this is. I, I don't disagree with that fifth, sixth round, but I think that's due to everything that's happened since. The natty. Going to defense. Uh, sorry, AJ, but my biggest disappointment, uh, or biggest slider story, is edge rusher Mike Morris of yeah. Michigan, who came in 6'5", 275, great, and then tested terribly. Yeah, he did. A guy who had some quiet buzz that he would test well, too. The tape's good, but it, it was very much like a, a Kingsley and Igbare type testing day. And he looked really bad on on the on field drills too. To, to, to yeah, kinda, he was messing them up. Like. To, yeah, I don't really like that. Was he was a huge disappointment. I, I put him here as well. Um, uh, I yeah, I thought it was going to be a guy who came out and tested really well because the the tape shows a pretty athletic dude for for a big man too. Um, I, I got I got like two names. I'm going to stick at edge though. How about how about Andre Carter? <laughs> Who speaking of guys who've just not done well in the postseason? Yeah, man. I oh, I mean, he is so unathletic. He is really unathletic, and like we had, he was. I hate to do it to him, but like you know, people putting him in the first round. Um, it's been a while, but it was it was a thing. Um, <laughs> well, people, hey, hey, just to, to agree with you more, people are still putting him in the top like seventy. Yeah, he shouldn't be a top. Like he's 
very clearly a late day, mid to late day three pick. Yeah, a guy a that project. Yeah, you know, he's a big man at six six, almost six seven, two fifty six, and that all checks out. But oh, the athleticism is not there, and then. It doesn't matter to me, but throwing up only 11 reps on the bench, that is very – that just goes to show that Army just – just they don't, they're not up to standard in college football in terms of the weight room, right? Like now, like if you get this guy – like there, there are glimpses. There are flashes. If you get him into the NFL weight room and get him in, on a program and like maybe he turns into something, but it just – like you said, sixth round flyer, fifth round flyer, sure, but uh, yeah. Like he's he's a guy who, like I want him on a practice squad, uh, yes. so he can develop. Like absolutely, I, like I, I, he needs to add like thirty pounds. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he need a lot of muscle. A guy who doesn't need to add weight because he's perfect in every way. My offensive out of nowhere guy from the combine is Eastern Michigan guard, not out of nowhere for us, but mm-hmm. Eastern Michigan guard City Sal, mm-hmm. who came in at six five three twenty three, uh, and blew it up. 50740, uh, a 32-inch vert, a 9-2 broad, great three-cone, a 762. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't a really expect good that. Day. He did have a really good day. Um, and I I, I, I think he's going to be a mid-day three pick. And, and DJ was talking him up a lot, too. Yeah, man. I mean, like, he went out and had a first overall pick in any CFL draft-level uh, combine. But he, I totally agree. He had, like, a... A mid-day three combat. And the guy who's started so many football games in, in college. Like that that vet dude. And like, yeah, he checked he checked every box. <laughs> it's kind of kind of crazy to say. No, he totally he totally did. Um sticking on the offensive line, though, I'm I'm not an out of nowhere dude, but Darnell Wright having the day he did, man, like that he that had was a great day. Whoo, I did not I know 40 times doesn't matter, but I did not expect that. I, I put him for uh, as a potential quietly strong guy because I feel like he didn't get enough attention mm. for the day he turned in, even though he is a high-level prospect who's had a lot of hype. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, like, his broad, too, it was, was monstrous in the 94th percentile. Like, his vert was good. And this is all a man that's 333 pounds and 6'5". Uh, like, yeah, running that 501 was just was one of the shocking moments I thought of the comp. I really did not expect that. And, like, for a guy that, like, maybe, you know, athleticism in general and, like, just handling speed is a question, uh, not, like, obviously this doesn't change what his tape looked like, but, I mean, I'm not knocking his tape. He, had, he shut, well, he, he did he did better on Will Anderson than anyone his else did in the country. It's inconsistent, though. Yeah, yeah it is. I it is inconsistent. It is inconsistent, yeah. But, yeah, just just putting that on paper just is just huge for him. Yeah, he uh, a guy who yeah for me the biggest question was what what's the athleticism is mm-hmm. it going to be up up to snuff? I kind of thought maybe is he a guard? Yeah, um, but that, that's that's tackle athleticism. Yeah, big time. Um, picking up the pace here and going to defense uh, out of nowhere. I thought Corey Trice, the Purdue corner, yeah. had an unbelievable day, but because so many corners tested so well, yeah. he did not get nearly the hype he should have for a six three corner, who. Brought it eleven, ran a four four seven. Big press guy who you liked over the summer, AJ. Yeah. Um, he he had a really great day and definitely a day three type of swing on on the the size and the trades. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, it does feel like he's getting slept on. I totally agree. Um, for me, I'm I'm not going to a guy that's getting slept on, but man, 
Jack Campbell going out and having the the day he did. Six, six four and a half, two fifty almost, jumping thirty seven and a half inches, uh, broading ten eight, and then running like great agility drills, and then four six five, which was like his worst number, but that was like better than I anticipated. Like that is that is Jack Campbell checking all the boxes, and I just did not see that coming. Yeah, he uh, the the fluidity, the change of direction. You see it on tape too. Um, he had a really great day against Ohio State. Um, he's I, I think he's gonna have a tough time falling out of the top fifty. I agree, especially in this, this linebacker class. Yeah, sucks. it does, it does, and like there are a couple other dudes that helped him. Like you know, Simpson ran like he was supposed to, and like Henley had a really really good showing. Um, but these guys are athletic, and we know that. Like yeah, there weren't any. There were some questions about Jack Campbell. I, Definitely. I think part part of it was just because he's so big. Yeah, this is like. It's it's legit and the tape matches. Um, yeah, Jack Campbell. Like I agree, he's not he's not falling out of the top fifty. I don't think. Um, a guy who I think should go top one hundred. It's been a little inconsistent. I thought it had a quietly strong day, uh, in a great East West Shrine Bowl week. Uh, Wake Forest receiver A.T. Perry yeah. six three one ninety eight. I thought getting under the four five. He he turned in a four four seven. I thought that was huge. Yeah, with eleven one broad, a thirty five inch vert. He this receiver class lacks. A bit those big X guys. He he's a shade under six four. He needs to add some weight for sure. But he he is su- has such like bendy athleticism. Such yeah. great, um, such great ball skills. Looked pretty good on the on field drills. I thought too. He, yeah, like I thought he had a very like he's a guy I really like. I I would take him in the second round. He's Ooh. one of my favorites. Yeah, no, he had a, he had a phenomenal game. I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a couple. Uh, I'd Sal here, but how about how about your guy John Gaines? Yeah, my boy, who went out and and crushed it. Um, you know why he did that is because Antonio Mafi was snubbed, and so he had to <laughs> work extra hard for the UCLA guards. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like that. How about a fellow fellow guard though, Earl Bostic out of Kansas? I that's kind of one that I, I I thought came out of nowhere. Didn't really anticipate anything much from him. I thought looked looked pretty good in the on field drills too. And then how about a guy I, I meant to peg as a as a big riser coming in or coming out of the week, uh, Derek Prince, the running back from Tulsa, who has that that big time college football um, recruit pedigree, and went out and like smashed it, like just. And I, I thought I thought maybe he'd get a little bit more love, but it it didn't feel like he did. I thought I thought he didn't really get too much love, so I wanted yeah, to give him, the, give him some. I think he, he, you know what I just kept thinking uh, when watching him go, and. It's part partially because he's a similar running style. Is is like is this going to be the Isaiah Pacheco? Like he's just yeah, good size, so twitchy, yeah, and really angry, yeah, uh, running style. And and then he turns in this type of day. I think he had the highest RAS among all running yeah, backs. Yeah, he did. Like in a hell of a yeah, class. That's the type of running back you draft on day three. Absolutely. And again, go back to the tape. Help a football player. It's not like he's just testing. Yeah. He he did not get as many touches as he should have. Yeah, totally. In college, which is going to um, end up working out for him, I think. But yeah, my quietly strong on defense was Yaya Diaby, who I think yeah. is just a, another guy who's kind of a casualty of this defensive line group really blowing it up because he ran a four five one at two hundred and sixty three pounds, um, and and we knew he'd test well. He's on the freaks list. He's super twitchy on tape. Uh, 37 inch for um, a 10 foot broad. He had a pretty good week at the senior bowl too. That wasn't really talked about because other guys just blew it up. Agreed. Uh, yeah. He's kind of this tweener guy. He can kind of play up and down the defensive line. And when you have that type of athleticism, this is, this is like a, a guy 
who I think goes top one sixty ish. Yeah, no, that that's a good one. Speak, I'll I'll throw a couple. How about kind of unfair to him, but DJ Johnson running that four four nine at, at two hundred and sixty, just that felt so overshadowed because he got slumped into he that linebacker. The linebackers, yeah, it didn't make any sense. He's an edge. I know, like. You know, he, he, his broad wasn't great, but, like, just running that fast at 260 is enough to go make you go, holy shit. And it also benched great, too. Um, yeah, that just felt like he got so overshadowed, which really sucked for him. Um, also, like, a hell of a runner. I thought Byron, Byron Young, Tennessee's Byron Young, got overshadowed, too. He's twitchy as fuck. He is twitchy as fuck. I mean, he, he didn't have to run with the linebackers, but he he he, he ran so well. And, um, like, again, not a, not a, not great all around but like just i thought that was gonna get more love and it's just felt funny watching it live um which what what didn't got love and what did you know um but yeah i mean I, sorry he, he did he did jump great too actually I forgot yeah he did that. yep yeah so i don't know that was a weird one he plays with his hair on fire his speed yeah. power is nasty three goals um, decent too going to uh body beautiful on offense i, I feel i have to go with darnell washington the georgia yeah. tight end who Six six and a half, two sixty four, thirty four uh, inch arms, eleven inch hands. Ran a four six four, which is a great time at that size. I know yeah. it was a little bit overshadowed because again the tight ends ran fast, but a four six four, two hundred sixty four pounds. When you're this old school wide tight end who who people call a six offensive lineman, like the vert's not great, sure, but the the ten two broad's good, and then the four oh eight short shuttle was the third fastest short shuttle at the combine. That's that is the absolute freaky number. Like I, like, I just yeah, I did not see that coming. And, and, and we talked about it on the the preview show. We thought he'd test really well. Mm-hmm. We weren't sure why. Some people are kind of down on it. I get like he's not super explosive, um, but he's big and he's athletic and he's smooth, and yeah, the 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 broad, the forty, and the the short shuttle being what they were at that size, um. Plus, his wingspan's ginormous. Yeah, he's <laughs> eleven he, inch hands. Like he did everything he needed to do to kind of seal himself into the top forty. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I don't know. I think he's. I think he's going to end up as a first round pick. But yeah, it, it feels. It feels like that forty got overlooked because many, of. If I set the over under on uh, t- tight ends of the first round, if I set the over under at at two and a half, what do you do? I think I take the under. Okay. Okay. I think there will be two. Um, I don't know which ones it's going to be, but I think I think there will be two. Um, but yeah. I mean, again, I, I, not to be picking on a guy, but if you stack up Wash, um, Darnell, like with with Musgrave, like why 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 would you rather take Musgrave? I don't know. Musgrave's um, Ras was higher. Yeah, I don't care about Ras. I'm a spark. You know me. I'm a sp- I'm a spark for life. No, you're a three off. sigma guy. I'm a three sigma. Bring it back, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I put Washington here, and I know we talked about, but but Anthony Richardson just looking like he should be two twenty, just like just big throughout, man. I just I kind of can't get over that. It in that regard, it feels very much like Cam Newton, just like just always this guy that you're like, wow, I can't believe how big he is, you know, and like yeah. I don't know, and like he might he he throws the ball prettier than Cam Newton did. I'll say that too, you know. Anyways, defense side of the ball though, I, I got to represent the, the the Maple Leaf baby. How about with our guy Sidney Brown, who who had a fantastic combine, and I know when we're watching live they showed the the images of both him and Chase uh, without their shirts on, and they just they're just yoked. They're cut up, yeah. They are yoked, man, and like just. They both went out and smashed uh, all all their all their testing numbers for the most part. Like, 
yeah, I just, I just, yeah, not, not a huge guy, but like after that um, senior bowl and the way he looked here and the numbers he put up, it's yeah, his his, his senior bowl kind of showing he can hang in coverage yeah. after being such predominantly a box guy, jumping out of the gym there too. Yeah, I, to- I totally agree. Hey, shout out, shout out to the other Illinois safety, Quan Martin, who forty four yeah. inch vert. And, yeah. and and I think the the more like maybe I, I don't want to say better player on tape, but, but the player who translates more easier on tape to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, both of them are great. Illinois, yeah, baby, a hell of a football coach. I think. Um, my body, beautiful guy. I, I it, it's I know he didn't really get a ton of talk because he didn't do a ton. Um, but being 6'5", 285 with 34-inch arms, Keon White, yeah, like he just looks the part everywhere he goes. Yeah. He also, like he only did the jumps, but like 34-inch vert and a 9'9", Brada, his size are great. Yeah. Uh, um, I thought if he ran the 40 and ran like a 4'6", I think he, he would, like the 40 just dictates so much of who gets talked about. It's so true. And it's not the most important thing. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I thought I thought he he fits. He's kind of like the defensive version of Jordan Washington. <laughs> that's a, former that's tight end, a, pretty much. Yeah, and he is. <laughs> uh, um, going to biggest gym rat. There's it's only gotta be a, it's got to be Andrew Voorhees. <laughs> There's only one Andrew answer. Voorhees, yeah, Andrew Voorhees went in the USC guard. He tore his ACL sadly. Um, he he, he did manage the vert twenty nine, which same as Keyshawn Booty, and, and brought eight nine before before that happened. Um. So that sucks a lot. Uh, it, it's terrible when a guy gets like an actual injury at, at, in this setting. Uh, but the man, the next day, the day after tearing his ACL, he says, fuck it. He goes out and puts up 38 reps of 225 on the bench to lead the combine. And if it, like he could not put his leg on the ground. No. And anyone who's benched knows how important it is to have your acres which are your your your, your like le- leg drive is so important to benching, um, and having your anchors your feet on the ground is so important for balance and power, and the fact that he did it on one leg like that I just I couldn't believe it I wonder how many reps he could have put up had he not torn his ACL yeah man is, was he gonna hit fifty yeah like that's insane <laughs> he does have the old man strength going for him so but no that was just freaky it has to be Andrew Voorhees cause, it has to be Andrew Voorhees oh, you do that uh, with, a, with a, leading the whole combat the ACL tear that's that's fucked uh, defensively I, I, I went with uh, Auburn's Derek Hall because he's just yeah the, the man is a is like a geo dude he's just a rock <laughs> I wish he benched but he has long arms, so maybe it wouldn't he wouldn't have put mm-hmm. up a ton. But uh, he had a really good day, and another guy who's kind of overshadowed ran a four five five. Yeah, yeah, one five nine ten. Um, he's really long armed. He's big hands, and he's explosive. And you see it on tape. He's a, he's got a really nasty long arm move. Um, but yeah, like his his numbers match the tape. Yeah, no, I, you're definitely right. He's getting overlooked, and I, I feel like. A guy that isn't getting overlooked, another edge I put here, uh, Lucas Van Nast for coming at 6'5", 272. His, his, his vert wasn't great. His broad was solid, pretty solid. But, but running, what, four, five, eight, and having the agility drills at yeah, his three cone was awesome. Seven, oh, two, three cone. Like, at that size, that is, you know, another guy with huge, like, 34-inch arms, uh, big old hands, too. Maybe more body beautiful, but just just being that athletic at that size, it's uh, you're gonna get a gym rat label on you. 
Also, Zach Harrison, who put up yeah. 25 reps at, at 36 and a half. Yeah. Why Paris Johnson, Zach Harrison, Dewan Jones, all having over 36 inch arms? It's all freaky. from Ohio State. It's insane. Do you think they're like targeting it on purpose or what? Uh, prob- one, probably. Two, they're just trying to build a football team that could beat their poor ass <laughs> basketball team. I think they could That's this true. year. Like CJ Stroud's probably a nasty point guard. We saw yeah, the oh, Dewan yeah. Jones high school basketball highlights where he's baby Zion. Or, oh, yeah. I mean, he's bigger than Zion, so adult Zion. Um, JSN I, I at, at the two. Oh, I'm telling you. Marvin Those Harrison at the, at the three. Dewan Jones, Paris jo- Johnson, <laughs> Zach Harrison rotating in the front court. <laughs> they could beat the, I think they could probably beat the, the basketball team. That's my take of the day. You're right. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tommy Eichenberg just being the, the getting everyone fired up on the bench. <laughs> the part of the bench mob, yeah. Uh, going to one drill to ruin them all. I'll go with uh, on offense Virginia receiver Dontavian Wicks, who jumped out of the gym but ran a 4 6 2, so no one cared. And, and, and his game one. isn't speed, his game is body control, making these contested catches. So seeing those numbers, those jump numbers, having over 32 inch arms, like I didn't think he'd run great, but. Uh, I I I also thought he'd run a little better than that, and so that like really hurt him. That's a, yeah, that's a good pick. He 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 inverted thirty nine and brought it ten ten. My uh, my first one's a guy we already talked about, but like, it's kind of tongue tongue in cheek to say Jalen Hyatt's forty ruined his day because we already talked about it. He ran a four for a flat, which was great, but people were expecting four twos, and then he jumped out of the gym too. So that just it's, but it's so funny because. Yeah, everyone was expecting people when he ran the four four at one hundred and seventy. One, he he came in lighter than we thought. He came yeah. in at one seventy six, but then when he ran the four four, everyone's like, "Oh man!" And I was just like, "Have you seen his jumps though? Like, I know. they're insane." I know. And like, I, I I was just thinking, this the seeing these testing numbers should not change. Like, whether you thought he was the best receiver in the class or didn't like him. This shouldn't change that. I would like, take I would take this like this over him running a four two five and jumping like Keishon Booty. Like you know what I mean? Like it's so much better. Um, like I this didn't change anything I thought about Jalen Hyatt. No, I agree. I totally agree. And and I also throw out uh, Devonta Shane, who speed 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 monster. But then he only verted, but was not great. Um, and that just might go to him, you know. Yeah, he but ran, did you see the backflip at the end of the combo? Yeah, it was sick. So why can't he vert, Rob? Huh? Why can he only hit thirty-three inches? Well, um, they didn't ask him to backflip for his vert. <laughs> I mean, you got to think that broad is good, but you know, he he only ran the forty. He only did the vert, and the vert wasn't great. So just just getting that that complete. Not that it matters because he's fast as hell, and I know he's a good football player, but getting that complete profile for a guy who's not very big, I think, is going to be kind of important. I know I'm with you too, especially when you you stack up how how deep this class is, right? Like exactly. That, yeah. Um, and him already having to deal with the fact that he is five nine, one eighty eight, and you've got a guy just to throw one out there like, and you called this happening, but Zach Charbonnet coming out and and having a better combine than people were expecting. He had a really good. Day. He did. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, like Zach Evans didn't test, but and, and Ty J Spears didn't run the forty, but Spears jumped out the gym. Yeah. Like, uh, Keenan uh, Mitchell looked really good. Yeah, Roshan Johnson had a pretty solid day. Yeah, Roshan um, feels like he's getting overlooked because he didn't. Yeah, he's just a bigger back. A lot of the running backs didn't run the forty, which sucked. But mm-hmm. anyway, 
Um, one drill to ruin them all on defense. I thought Canadian Ta- Tavius Robinson had a very good day. He, he did. Yeah. He's massive. He he's six six two fifty seven. Arms just a shade under thirty four. Um, his short shuttle like killed his day. He had a really poor short shuttle, but everything else was really good given his size. Um, and a, a guy who I liked the tape. I thought he had a pretty solid week at the Senior Bowl. Just uh, honestly, if he didn't run the short shuttle, I feel like a little more buzz going his way. That's a good one. I I, I know I kind of just talked about this, but. Going back to Van Ness's jump is kind of like that vert is kind of standing out to me. It's like just funky. I mean, sometimes it's just something a guy can't do, but it still does make me wonder a little bit why. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have too many guys that like. No, it was tougher. I, was. Oh, I'll give you one more. Okay. Uh, Florida safety Trey Dean, who, who I, I like his tape a lot. I thought he had a pretty good uh, Shrine Bowl week. Mm-hmm. Um, he jumped really well. Mm-hmm. He he was among the best in bench. But he ran a four seven five. Yeah, at that point, it it makes it harder. It, yeah, and he came in lighter than I was expecting. Like, cause I, I think he he was listed at like two fifteen. He came in two hundred flat. It's just like, break man. Like, cause he he's 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 a guy too who had some hype about how mm-hmm. he would test. So that was that was tough. Yeah, that was a good one. Cause that's that's such a bad forty that you're like, well, like can he even? Can I even draft him now? Yeah, can he stick with these this this tight end class? You know, like like just just because when it's such an atrocious number where there's guys in the NFL who who no, no one in the NFL is that slow at this position. It's yeah, like, I know it, it's tough. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one because what fifth, fifth percentile like that's that's yeah. tough. But like he he had a a, a thirty six and a half inch vert. It's weird when a guy's vert and broader so good and his forty so bad. Yeah, I don't. It is. It's. It. I mean, there should be more. I would love to hear more analytics just on like what makes a player like good at like you know usually when you're explosive you're explosive you know what I mean so it's it's I'd like yeah. to see more more like science bot you know going into Needs, this you're asking for sports science to come back I think it is actually so this was actually just a plug um, smart yeah but he oh. he knocked out the reps on the bench though so it's all good yeah yeah that's all we draft um, trust the tape not the testing I think it's got to come back to Jordan Addison right yeah. That's the top guy on offense. Yeah, I mean he, that that forty was disappointing, but he's faster than that on tape, and that's all that matters. Also, I I think more concerning the forty because like it's not like he's a burner on tape. Like he he's smooth, he's yeah. sudden. Yeah, he's not like he's not Jalen. Like he's it's not like Jalen Hyatt. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, he got under four five, which is good. Um. I think more concerning is the weight. Like, he came in so yeah. light. And, like, I thought... Like, I knew he was light. Like, and, and I get that Devonta... Devonta Smith's a totally different animal. Yeah, he is. Right? I, like, I know like there's the, more and more people in that, in that you know, size range, but uh, he, I think he's the outliner, right? Yeah. Outlier, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know. And it's... It's... Yeah, I don't... And it, I, I, it wasn't just the 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 four like he he vert his vert was not good. It was the vert really was thirty four. His broad was ten two, which is like um, mediocre. Yeah. yeah, but and then it's like well he's also one hundred seventy pounds. That's the thing. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing sitting on top of it all, right? Like if he came in, I know he wouldn't have been, but I'm just saying if he was one ninety three and he ran a four four nine, it would have been. I mean, maybe not on Twitter and reactionary land, well, but in reality, it would have not made a difference. But I, that I size, also, I also think the other problem kind of too is like 
I don't know, like, right, I, I, I obviously not done evals, but, like, right now, I have, like, a second-round grade on him, right? Mm-hmm. But he's being pushed up just because there's obviously not 31 first-round grades. Yeah. And teams need receivers. So, I don't know, it's just, is this the guy you swing on? Um, especially when, we'll, we'll get to it, but uh, yeah. there was a different receiver there who is maybe a slot receiver that. Yeah, big better. winner. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, another name registered for this, uh, though, is Tank Bigsby. Yeah, I yeah, that's a good one. He just kind of got lost in the wash a little bit, but yes. uh, the, the tape is good. Like I think he's gonna fall to day three, but yeah, like that that forty times about what I expected from exactly. Him. The the vert's not great, the broads, uh, but yeah. Um, defensively, I thought it had to be Brian Branch. Absolutely, it had to be Brian Branch, and it kind of got a bad um, go of it being lumped in with the corners, just like athletically, because it's just gonna make his numbers look worse, but um. Yeah, I mean, not not great testing all around, but yeah, ten five broads pretty yeah. good. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the broad was really really solid, but looked great on the on field drills. Yeah, like he just he's just a gamer, and like he's a very specific type of player. Like he's this violent slot defender uh, who I think is more sudden than he is fast. Yeah, and that showed up. He runs a four five eight, but. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with the tape on that. Like, it might end up pushing him down the board, but I think he is, just in terms of only looking at a player's tape, I think he's a top 10 player in terms of tape in this class. Yeah. And again, like, that showed up on the, in the in the drills, too. So, like, it's not just in the Bama scheme. I know no one thought that, but I'm just saying. Two other guys that threw down, Jamie Robinson, the Florida State safety, and, and Clark Phillips, the Utah corner. Yeah, the good picks. I put, This is where I put Christopher Smith. Um, I think all three of those guys just undersized – um, didn't test great, but watch the tape and they're, they're, they're dogs, man. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's, uh, kind of try and rapid fire through this one. Best quarterback. I think just in terms of pure quarterbacking, it was CJ Stroud. Correct. It, in terms of pure testing, it's Anthony Richardson. Correct. Absolutely. We talked about both of them and Dodson already. I'm going to put Stetson Bennett third. <laughs> hey, Clayton two and three cone, baby. Don't forget Stetson Bennett jogged his 40. That was so fucking weird. What happened was, there? I don't know. It was hilarious. Quickly, I, I think I love him. <laughs> I don't. Quickly, you know who had a good good showing all around? For, like even throwing the ball? Tyson Bajant. Tested pretty well, too. I'll throw that out there. Arm wrestling yeah, his way through the know, country. We know which uh, quarterback you want CL taking. It mm-hmm. like. Best running back. Uh, I thought Bijan Robinson was just the best pure running back. Uh, checked, all the, checked all yeah, the boxes. Checked all the boxes and then looked great on the on-field drills. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of just pure testing, uh, Daneric Prince, you you mentioned Chase Brown, Evan Hall. Yeah. I thought Zach Charbonnet had yep. kind of the – in terms of mixing the tape with the numbers, the second best day after Bijan. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, going to receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba was, I thought, the best on-field. He didn't run the 40. But then we, we find out he runs a six five seven three count yeah. a three nine three short shuttle. Incredible yeah. numbers, which add up with his his ability as a route runner, his change of direction skills. Um that that's the guy who like knowing those are the numbers, I, I, I get why he didn't run the forty, but I think if he came out and ran a four five five, which is probably what he runs, it overshadows how good those numbers are. Yeah, change direction numbers. So. I, I think I think it. I think he he played this perfectly, honestly. Yeah. I, and he he looked the best in in, in drills. Yeah, he did, uh, absolutely. And yeah, those 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 agility drills are nuts. Those numbers. 
and then yeah like like the rest of the group didn't blow the doors off of it like it just he comes out as the clear winner in this group i i thought like i mean he, aside from like the lower key dudes at the top he's a clear winner the, and the, i think he launched himself back into wide receiver one the other two uh receivers who i thought looked really good in on-field drills were um zay flowers and jane reed yeah yeah agreed uh best tight end Darnell Washington made that one-handed catch, uh, <laughs> and he he threw the uh, the, oh, the sled. sled yeah. So <laughs> top to sick. Bo- top to bottom, I think it has to be Darnell Washington. Just looking at the numbers and like the winning, it's Zach Coons. Yeah, yeah, Zach, Zach Coons definitely uh, the best athletically, you, obviously. But I think Darnell Washington, when you include the on-field, the best overall. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, and you mentioned him a bit. Luke Schumacher had such a great day for himself. He just helped and, himself so much, yeah. And Sam Laporta yeah. also had a fantastic day. Yeah, the tight he end did. class is so fun. It's going to be sick, sick stacking. <laughs> um, best offensive tackle. Who you got? I think tougher. Tougher choices. Um, we haven't mentioned him yet, but, but you know, your guy, uh, <laughs> Freeland, just blew up the, the, the... Don't put that on me. The, <laughs> all the athletic drills. Um, but I, I just wanted to mention because we haven't mentioned him yet. Of course, you know, put up huge numbers. Thought he looked pretty sloppy on the field, though. I thought he yep. didn't look good in the drills. So I know adds up with what you see on tape. Adds up on tape. So yes, it, it, like maybe you can frame it a little bit like the Anthony Richardson thing, where we knew he was going to test well. He's not the greatest athlete at off tackle ever, but tested very well. Anyways, um, that being said, I, I think I land on Broderick Jones being my top guy. I thought in terms of checking the size box, he was. Bigger than Georgia listed him. 6'5", 311, yep. Yeah, over 34-inch arms. Nearly 35. really well. He moved so well in drills. His base looks so strong. Wide wide base, man. I like that. Yeah. Darnell Wright, who you you already mentioned, had a great day, too. I thought Paris Johnson looked quite good. Yep. Um, And and Peter Skronsky, other than his short arms, looked, looked pretty good. Yeah, I cheated and put uh, Peter Skronsky as my best interior guy. <laughs> the eye, oh, man, this interior line class, and I think the combine kind of put this in perspective a little bit more too, was it's just not a great class. It's not. That's why I kind of snuck that if, one in. If Skronsky's not an IOL and you haven't been tackled, it's, it's been so much worse. Yeah, like, like you know, Osiris Torrance, it's not like we expected him to test well. Um, yep. He did okay. Um, John Michael Schmitz didn't test well. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, not a lot of these guys. A lot of these, like, John Gaines was great. Like, and, like, um, yep. Bostic was good. Like, there's a, and City Sal. But, like, yeah, I mean, Ricky when it comes to... Stromberg had a really out-of-nowhere day. Yeah. Leipler had a good day. Um, yeah. LSU guard Anthony Bradford had a he, really good day. He did, um, yeah. That's, that's Jordan, an interesting one. Jordan McFadden, Nick Saldaveri, um, Braden Daniels, if you move him from tackle the guard. Yeah. Uh, you know who I, I went with, though? With uh, another guy. I moved from tackle to guard. Alabama's Tyler Steen, who I've long liked. You have. He came up short, but he, I thought he, he had a very good day. And if you're viewing him as a guard, I think uh, he's he's among the top in this week class. Yeah, that's interesting. Again, yeah, just really put a spotlight on it, this group. Just not that good. <laughs> uh, best interior defensive line. Adetimwa, Adeboware, if you put him there, even though it worked out with edges. And I do, and he, he he's an interior guy, so I don't care. Um, but there was a couple guys who had had really good games. Like, Javon Dexter had a great day. He needed that, man. But he really did. He absolutely did. And it feels like, unfortunately for him, it's kind of getting overshadowed. But, like, when he um, when he push comes to shove, I don't think anyone's going to get a mind. Brian Brissy, I thought, had the day he needed, too. Yep. Both of them. 
big Look, big days. Check the box. It's just like because Canty ran a four six seven, they get overlooked, which sucks for them. Sucks. But yeah, um, um, yeah. Go ahead. I just want to say, is Canty running a four six seven at two eighty one more impressive than Javon Dexter running a four eight eight at three ten? Um, it's not like really. not that far off, right? No. Like it's the perspective that matters. I think, yeah, it and it's just there's more nuance to it than has been given um zach pickens had a really good day he did yeah uh a lot of Jay- the guys that needed the day had it yeah which Keanu is fun Benton just checking mm-hmm. another box for him um and, and jalen redmond blew it up he did i don't love jalen redmond on tape but man he he's gonna swing on him yeah i mean you see the athleticism on tape absolutely um best edge I love Nolan Smith so much. He's a player who I think is worthy of a top 10 pick. I thought that before the combine. I've been mm-hmm. trumpeting that. I know he came in at 6'2", 238 with 32-inch arms. But he's such a freak show. 43940, a 41.5-inch vert, a 10-8 broad. He is a gifted pass rusher. plays with power at the point of attack despite his lack of size. Like, And I think the other thing with him is this dude has a future in media. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's Nolan Smith. Like, just... How freaky the day was. I I think it's hard not to go with him. I mean, I know, like, a lot of other things, but whatever. Um, no, I, it, definitely, it definitely is Nolan Smith. Like, like Van Essel had a really good showing, um, and a couple of the other lower-key guys did too, but just uh, Nolan Smith being as freaky as he was, is, it just stole the show. Uh, linebacker Jack Campbell? Yeah, it's got to be Jack Campbell, man. Like, wow. I'm so, um, I still can't get over it. How, how, how impressed that was. Owen Popo le- lived up to yep. his hype as a freak, too, which yep. is good. Uh, and I-, I thought Anthony Orgy, the Vanderbilt linebacker, yeah. um, had a really, really strong, quiet day. Yeah, Popo was the guy that I was going to mention as a riser earlier that I didn't get to. Because, yeah, he-, he lived up to that freak showing and um, also benched so well, too. Like, just that, that's, he could have been a- another pick for Jim Rat, but like. You ready for the comp? Yeah. Quan Alexander. Ooh, that's a good one. Thanks. Thanks. I'm in the business of comps. <laughs> but, yeah, like, that's a guy that's got to be rising because the, the class isn't great. Yeah. Um, who you got for uh, corner? Tough pick. It's either Christian Gonzalez or Deontay Banks. I, I can't really split them. I think, um, like, obviously I mentioned Deontay Banks off the top. I thought Christian Gonzalez, though, um, like, he just looks so smooth in the drills. The W yeah, drill, he looks, he moves so well. He looks great. Um, it's funny we haven't even mentioned DJ Turner ran the fastest forty. I know it's it is funny. Usually when you whoever runs the fastest forty gets the gets the headline, but no, I mean Turner expected to run um, that fast, and he, he he nailed it. I mean, good for him. Um, the corners are freaking fast. Yeah, I know. We didn't talk about like Emmanuel Forbes coming in at one sixty six. Yeah. But, uh, I, or or Jacorian Bennett running the four three flat, which I was not expecting. No, I me mean, neither. Darius Rush, one of our faves, hey, running that four three six was him, awesome. Him and Cam Smith had really good days. South Carolina tested well, eh? They did, yeah. Gwyn, the offensive lineman, had a good day. I le- I thought Gwyn looked really good in the on field drills. I, yeah, that's a guy who I I, I want to get to the tape. On. Me, me too, me too. I also just to just throw out there, Joey Porter hit everything that he had to. Yeah, he killed it. He killed His it. His dad was there, and they interviewed him. It was great. Yeah, I didn't do the uh, the agility drills, which probably the right call, but that oh. four four six checks the box. Yeah, Riley Moss too. Yeah, Riley like, Moss. lots of good corner days. Um, I thought my guy Darrell Luter had a pretty good day too. 
he did. Who I think they had the South Carolina logo beside his name at one point. Um, what do you think about Ringo? Yeah, what's this? I was upset. Um, what do you think about Ringo's day? And just to throw out one more big name to talk about. Like he ran. Like we knew he was going to run fast. Mm-hmm. Didn't do he the agility, did which might be the question mark. Didn't but. do the agility. Didn't didn't jump as well as I was hoping. Yeah, we'll see. Bad vert, um, decent broad, but yeah, yeah. And lastly, we'll see. he's a tough one. Uh, lastly, best safety, Sydney Brown. I gave it to Sydney Brown. Yeah, but hey, shout out to our mutual guy in LSU's Jay Ward who tested with the corners, which overshadowed. <sighs> yeah. He had a really good day. Um. And because he worked out with the corners, I feel like he didn't quite get his due. Mm-hmm. Uh, his I, broad was really good. One of our senior bowl favorites too, Shamari Connor had a really strong day. Yep, yep. Um, and, and my guy, your guy, Jason Taylor. Jeez, the real Jason Taylor. And then obviously we already mentioned, but our guy Daniel Scott. Um, a lot of the the like you know we haven't mentioned yet Antonio Johnson. I thought he he disappointed quite a bit, or they just didn't have the the, the day he, sh- he needed. You know, like testing pretty uh, mediocrely. Um, so I feel like a lot of like the bigger name safety is disappointed, but then a lot of like the guys we like and deeper in the class showed off, which is you, which is fun. You know who's just been who's one one safety who's just got like really solid tape. No one's gonna have like a hot hot take about him. He just came out and did exactly what I thought. Jordan Battle. Yeah, that's absolutely. I feel like Jordan Battle is just a guy that you're gonna take and never be upset that you took. Yeah, like he's just gonna start for you for a decade. Yeah, the, like third round or whatever. Yeah. Just good football player. It just feels like he's been overlooked because of um, Branch. And Brian Branch. But like, it almost feels like Demarco Hellams gets more talk than he does, which is weird. Like, not bigger talk, but more talk. You know. Well, that's just because I'm always talking about Demarco Hellams. You do. You do always talk about Demarco Hellams. All right. Next time we talk, we'll be uh, going through our top quarterbacks in the 2023 NFL Draft. Are you ready? We in it, baby. We in the thick. Let's. Uh, I want to hear the stacks. Whoever has Levis lower wins. I think. <laughs> He won't be in my top ten. <laughs>